What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 515th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, Steve. With me is Will. You know what that... Uh, wait, 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 wait. We've reached the end of May. You know what that means. No more in sync. Now the school year has ended and I have your summer reading list. Are you oh, ready? Oh, here we go. Okay. Social studies. You're reading... Greg, fix your attitude. Look, you're reading, I, didn't read, I didn't read in the summer as a kid. I'm not going to start now. Well, now. Now you have to. July's People by Nadine Gordimer. For Spanish, you're reading Kiss of the Spider Woman by Manuel Puig. For English, you're reading Tales of the City by Armistead Malpan. I'm sure you've already read that, Greg. For Science, you're reading The Cuckoo's Egg by Cliff Stoll. And for Math, you're reading Cryptonomicon by Neil Stevenson. I expect full reports in September. No catcher in the rye? Everybody's no. read Catcher in the Rye. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I'm not no, going to no, read no. that again. You read that during the school year, not not on your summer reading. Sorry. <laughs> to Kill a Mockingbird. Right? No. I've read it and seen the play and the movie mm-hmm. and uh, the oh, limited and TV you can't, series. You can't watch the it. musical for uh, Kiss of the Spider Woman. Too late. Uh, no, that's. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's already too late for that ship. I have been on that ship. I went around the world and came back. So if you think I'm going to read it at this point, you're wrong. Mm. Greg here. Also, I've watched the Tales of the City series, so I'm not going to read that either. I'm not going to read any of your shenanigans. Hi, everybody. I don't read. You don't like reading? Nope. You don't like a good book? Nope. What about manga? Manga? What about it? I've got the <laughs> All manga. All right, if you give me a manga reading list, I'll consider picking it up. I just started reading My Summer of You. Yes. Greg, you will enjoy it. All right. I, I will sign on to that reading list. But no, I am not I am not a book reader. I don't read a lot of books. D&D person and a, a, a board game person where there is a lot of reading involved. I feel like... I mean, I read... I huh. read rules stuff. I read, but I, 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 I don't find enjoyment sitting down with a good book. Mm. Like that. What just about an audiobook? I do audiobooks sometimes. Okay. I mean, I've, I've had to listen to a lot of things because Brent knows that I won't read the books that he's reading. So he'll, mm. uh, and this is a problem when we commuted is he would say, I got an audiobook. And so he'd put it in so I would hear things because he knew I would not read them in any other way. So I've, I know a lot of books. I just, of the things that I have to get done and the things that I want to do to unwind, sitting down with a book is almost never on that list. Dang. Because if I'm going to read, I feel like I should be reading my rule books to prep for something. If I'm going to read, I should be reading something to figure out how I'm going to do this next thing. So I will listen to, like, audio podcasts. Like, I'm into old-time radio, so I've been listening to Escape. So I've been hearing a bunch of short stories about high seas adventure. Uh, but I don't tend to like carve out time to just sit down with a book because I feel like I'm wasting my time. Well, we're here to talk about Pokemon, not to waste your time. Mm. No time I, wasting um, here. And no I Pokemon books involved. I feel like that's not involved. mutually exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> we have Pokemon Go news. We have Pokemon Master news. We got some TCG stuff. We have some anime stuff. And we have uh, one bit of Sword and Shield news. Look at that. Sword and Shield continue to get news. Pokemon Legends, not so much. <laughs> well, Scarlet and Violet's not getting any news. Yeah, for real. Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be June soon. Uh, and while they're- We know what that means. Pride Month. While there normally is E3, uh, I don't think that's- that, Well, that's definitely not happening. I was going to say, I don't think that's happening, but that's definitely not happening. Cause, uh, but I would assume that companies still have news to present for their summer. 
Um, well, it's not like Nintendo can't do the Treehouse of Terror from... No, I mean, yeah, yeah. they've done it every year not being a part of E3, Mm -hmm. just at the same time. Uh, Let's get the Pokemon Go news out of the way. First bit of news is the new season, which is called the Season of Go. You know, not the best name uh, in the world, but it's it's a season. It's it's there. Is it spelled like the character from the anime? Uh, It is not. (laughs) <laughs> it is not. They already announced the next community days, so the first one's going to be June 25th. We don't know what it is yet. July 17th, don't know what that is yet, and August 13th. Uh, the June 25th seems to overlap with uh, Columbus, Ohio, uh, which is the international... America International... I don't know what they're calling mm-hmm. it. America International... Whatever. Different Pokemon. Earlier... Earlier XL Candy Access, so now if you're level 31 or higher, you will be able to get XL Candy as a reward. Uh, the seasonal bonuses are increased friendship bonus damage during raids, which they... Not a... I mean, that is a bonus, but that's the thing they haven't removed yet from the remote raid. <laughs> mm. Well, I guess they're saying all raids, so I guess you're getting more damage locally, so I, I suppose that that would be a bonus. Uh, lure modules will last an hour instead of 30 minutes. You will get one extra special trade a day. Uh, that's a pretty good bonus. You will get, uh, one extra candy when trading Pokemon. You will get guaranteed XL candy while trading Pokemon, which I think was a bonus, not this past season. This past season was season of Alola, but the season before that, I think that was a bonus. And then you will get guaranteed gifts from Pokestop spins. Increased damage for participating. There it is. There's the increased damage for participating in remote raids. They haven't removed that yet, but you better believe that's probably <laughs> you coming. Better believe soon. it's coming. Uh, and then increased incense effectiveness while moving, which they're reminding us that the incense is still buffed mm-hmm. since before because before pandemic incense was like thirty. I'm pretty sure it was thirty minutes, right? It was like thirty minutes, and it was. Like one Pokemon every like three minutes when you're walking. Now it's like I don't remember ninety minutes, but what whatever. That was an hour. I thought it was thirty minutes. Uh, I don't remember. Look, that was fifteen years ago. If they keep keep changing things, they'll they'll always win because we'll never remember. (laughs) Yep, that's back when I was a teenager. That's what corporations do, right? (laughs) So they keep making um, changes, and then you forget. I think the the takeaway here is Ultra Beast are coming since they showed Niligo and they showed wormholes. We don't know how the wormholes work. I don't know if I guess my worry is like, oh, are they just gonna stick Ultra Beast in raids and call it a day? Yep. When they data mine stuff, they did data mine actual wormhole thingies. So I don't know if they're gonna appear in the sky like Hoopa and that's it. That doesn't seem very great. There's still the concept in my head of like what are they called? Distortions in Legends. That big bubble that comes oh, up. Oh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. It would be yeah. really cool if distortions appeared in Go in, like, a park of, like, oh, this park has a circle around it, and in those circle are specific Pokemon for, like, 5, 15 minutes. Because it would be really cool playing Go to be like, oh, there's a distortion forming. Then you'll have a disaster like that Eevee in Central Park that started a whole <laughs> I don't yeah. think it was an Eevee. Rain. I think it was a Snorlax. <laughs> but, uh, whatever it was caused I'm pretty chaos. sure it was an Eevee. <laughs> Back when the game first came out? Yes. Oh, the, uh, some other things is like Mewtwo is coming back to raids. Um, 
some other stuff, but I don't want to spend too much on Go uh, this week. We also have that the Seattle stuff has been revealed. Uh, it will be at the Seattle Center. If you, uh, I think tickets are still available. They did actually did a two Niantic's credit. They did a smart thing. They, in the Seattle, I don't know if you, I don't think either of you are going because we've talked about this, but they're, they're splitting the day into two and I love it. So what they're doing is when you buy your ticket, you can either, you can either opt to start in the park for the morning and then go into the city in the evening or start your day in the city. And then in the evening, you will have the park. So they're probably able to sell way more tickets because they're breaking the crowd into two. And they're mm. they're actually giving you an hour lunch break. So they're saying between this time, there's no event happening. You have an hour to, I mean, I guess you can continue playing Go, but all the bonuses will be turned off. I think that's really great. And we've talked about how, you know, Will and I, were we were at like a Chicago Go Fest. Um, I think that was the same one with Steel. Greg was not there. And some people we were with, like, refused to take a lunch break. And they were like, no, f- fear of missing out, FOMO, can't can't <laughs> possibly... St-. It's like, you can't stop for 15 minutes to get a hot dog? And, like, whatever, they're adults, right? They don't want to eat, they don't want to eat. But then they're the same people that are, like, really cranky in the second half of the day because they did refuse to, like, not take care of themselves. And you're like, you, it's, it's just a different color Pokemon. You can take, like, a 20-minute break to get, like, a, a yogurt or something. <laughs> no breaks if you're a true player. That's true. Yeah, that's true. You're not Work a real Pokemon Go player. yourself into the ground for digital not, monsters. If you're, not, if you're not 50. Yeah, I, th- I think tickets, at least since we were recording this, uh, should still be available for Seattle. I, I, oh, so it didn't sell out? It did not sell out yet. Interesting. They they said Groudon and Kyogre are coming back to raids, so uh, people are excited about that. There are the habitat hours, the city, the plains, the rainforest, the tundra. Uh, I think the only, I guess, bad thing is when they said, like, oh, your day is split into two. It, it's a little confusing, and I would imagine that if you didn't pay attention or you didn't listen or when I went through the checkout process, because somebody was asking me, like, oh, when are you going to play? And I was like, oh, like... At first, I thought, oh, do you want a morning shift or an evening shift? And I thought it was like, oh, you yeah. have eight hours, but your eight hours is either starting at 10 a.m. or your eight hours is starting at noon. That's kind of what I thought in my head. So when I was Which like, is oh. how they've done it before, similar to how they've done it before. Yeah. So I think that there's a, there's a small chance where it would be really easy where it's like both you and your friends pick Saturday, but you flipped it where it's like, oh, I'm starting in the city in the morning and you're starting in the city in the evening. So now it's like we can't play together because we're like opposite. So that that's like a small problem if you uh, didn't coordinate well enough. Um, and it it is confusing until you look at it. Once you look at it, you're like, oh, this makes way more sense. But if you don't look at like the times and what like considered evening is, uh, like I saw a ton of people being like, oh, I'm just playing in the evening. And it's like, no, you still have a morning shift. It's just <laughs> you're playing somewhere else in the morning. Um, so it was, again, a little confusing, but I think overall good. Uh, it, it just like look at it, I suppose. Uh, final bit is I went to Missouri, S- St. Louis. 
to see if the Niantic in-person activation was worth it. Uh, especially if you live like an hour away or you live like two hours away, should you drive to go to one of the, I don't I think Niantic had like 10 or 15 cities this community day for in-person events. And it thunderstormed all weekend. And so Niantic never set up their tent because that would be oh, dang. Safe, safety, right? Like it was like legit thunderstorming, uh, like lightning and thunder. My, th- my thought process was like, I don't know if they set up a tent or not, right? Because they didn't communicate at all. So I'm going to, I went to Walgreens, I bought an umbrella, I bought a $2 poncho. Uh, <laughs> oddly enough, at that event that I was talking about earlier, where Will and I went to GoFest, it was raining at the start of that event. and People did have ponchos. So I was like, whatever, I'm here. I flew all the way here. I got a hotel. I'm going to go to the park, even if it's raining. And I got there, and there was no one there. There were people that uh, we met up with, and it was very nice. Uh, why a Wild community day. Let me tell you what happened here. Number one, well, it was a whole waste because Niantic didn't set up their stuff. But I met a Niantic employee. I'm going to pin that. We'll come back to that. Number two is... Uh, I went to the gazebo that I said, like, oh, like, let's meet up at the gazebo. I was, and, and the uh, shocking thing happened. People it were got hit by lightning. People were there and they were trading. It was weird. Strangers were talking to each other and trading. And we, we talked about this on the podcast, like, what, two, three weeks ago, like how we've been to all these community days and no one talks to each other and everyone's just minding their own business. But there were, um, there was like a mom and she brought her like two kids. I would assume like one is eight, maybe one was like 11 or 12. And they were, they were very like, I'm looking for luckies. Anyone want to trade for luckies? And it was like kind of cute. And they were like annoying little kids, but like they were like, uh, they were very into lucky Pokemon. So that was cool. And people were trading. And then the, another guy came up and he was like, I'm looking for phalanx. Anyone got phalanx? And he was like, he's just looking for phalanx for like GBL. I was like, this is wild to me. Like, it is thunderstorming here. We're in a gazebo and people are, like, actually communicating, <laughs> which has never really happened. And then a more wild thing happened, which is girl came up. She was very nice. She came up and she was like, hey, I want to do this Mega Blastoise raid. Can people help? And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. She was like, oh, I've never done a Mega Blastoise. And I was like, oh, yeah, whatever. Like, whatever. I like Mega Raids. I'll do whatever. I'll help you out. And then she said... This is my first community ever. And I was like, what? I was like, did you just start playing? She was like, no, I've been playing for two years. And I was like, this is wild to me that you've been playing for two years and this is your first community ever. And it's like... I wish that was my life. And I was (laughs) like, was Niantic right? Did they change the time to move people closer together? Because everything, like, in their... Because in Niantic's head, right? They want people to, like, trade. They want people to, like, communicate. They want people to raid together. They want people to come out for their... And it all happened at this event. <laughs> no, like, the, the universe was just yeah. aligning for right, this Right, right. One, one ano- anomaly does not a pattern <laughs> make. Believe me, having been to many of these... That is an outlier as to what. Ha- well, I will. Not, I will say there are people who scream, "I want to trade" at every event. That is not communicating. That is just a person yeah. screaming, "I want to trade," and we see them all the time. It was cool though. It was like really cool to see like somebody come out and be like, "Hey, this is my first community day. It's raining." Like they found a group of people that like everyone in the group was like really like, "Yeah, let's do the blastoise. Let's help you out." And then she like actually hung out with us and walked. Like the rain eventually stopped for like forty minutes, and like we walked the park. Park was like dead dead understandably like it's thunderstorming mm-hmm. 
And then uh, the Niantic employee, uh, bless her soul, she mentioned she worked for Niantic, and as soon as she did that, people had a million questions. Uh, and she was off the clock. Now, I will, uh, full disclosure, I, I, I do, I am in part of the Niantic creator program, and Niantic tells me a bunch of stuff, and then I'm not supposed to repeat that stuff, and I'm also not supposed to say, like, oh, this Niantic employee told me this, like, mm-hmm. to protect their privacy. She was off the clock, and she was more than willing to ask any questions, uh, but she ended up saying that she worked on the mega, the new mega system. And everyone was like, oh, I love the new mega system. And she's like, thank you so much. And she even mentioned how she went on Reddit the day it launched and she was like screenshotting like the positive comments. And she's like, we never get positive comments about changes we make. And she was like really like legit happy. And that was like cool to see. And she was like, I started Niantic uh, like a year ago and this was the first project I was on. And it was me and like like three other people. And we, she said it took over a year to revamp the mega system. And... And uh, somebody, I think somebody there asked why, and she said this, and I, I, I am just repeating back. I know longtime listeners of the show know I've said this before, but she said the reason it took so long is because every single change we made had to go to the Pokemon company in Japan for approval, and we had to wait for them to approve it, and they had a lot of changes, and we couldn't move forward until they approved it. Makes sense. And the, it's called corporations, people. And so it's just like, it's just like this, like, yup, this happens with everything. Like, I am sure that Niantic picks a Pokemon for Community Day. They go to the Pokemon company. The Pokemon company says, nah, not that one. You're going to do this one instead. <laughs> like, every single change. And it comes, it, it's even like, as frustrating as some of the changes are, like, like the increase um, money in the raid pass stuff. There's no way the Pokemon company didn't also be like, yeah, we would like 50 more cents per person per rate pass. Like, does it suck? Yes. But like, it kind of, to me, it's like, this is a a thing in in Apex Legends where EA is considered one of like the worst companies, worst gaming companies out there. And Respawn is considered like a very good developer. Like people really like Titanfall. People really like Apex. But when there's an issue with Apex, people refuse to blame Respawn. They just default and blame EA when it's been proven time and time again that no respawn is also making these decisions. Like, why are we letting respawn off the hook? Like, they're they're just as accountable as EA is in this. And I feel like Pokemon Go fans just like to throw Niantic under the bus and like do not give any accountability to the Pokemon company when the Pokemon company is signing off on every single one of these decisions. like Well, they're they, the shadow puppeteer, man. They're in the back. <laughs> Nobody sees them pulling the strings. I mean, it, let's, let's, say that, let's not say that Pokemon company does not get a lot of flack for the stuff that they do. Mm-hmm, like, true. It's not like the Pokemon company has had an easy ride from the fans over the last four years. <laughs> like, let's be real. It's not like they're like, oh, but Pokemon the company is perfect. Yeah, there's a small subsection that thinks Niantic should not be a part of this anymore. That's like a tiny amount. But she was she was incredibly nice and it was cool. She She hung out with us and she was part of our group and we walked around and it was like... First community day, I, I played with a group of strangers, and it was really nice, and everyone was nice, and we exchanged friend codes, and we we traded, and um, it, it for for <laughs> for thunderstorming and pretty much only being able to play for maybe like an hour to an hour fifteen minutes, 
uh, it was, you know, made the best of that commune day. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if the in-person activation is worth it because I never set mm. it up. <laughs> While Greg and I had a civilized we community did. day of fine conversation, and then I took Greg to lunch for his birthday, yep. and that was delicious. Except we had a wonderful I have now day. discovered I, I don't think I can have beets anymore, Greg. <gasps> I don't think I can have beets anymore. No, why? Oh, and they're so del- You know why? Age. <laughs> the that curse of age. <laughs> I that salad is so good though. It is, and now I've realized so that good. every time I have it, it's it's consequences. <laughs> but is it? It could be other things in that salad that are causing True. consequences. True. It could be the cheese, the goat cheese. Goat cheese the goat is cheese. the most benign of cheeses. And maybe cheese. not to your body. Look, I think there's a lot of things that are benign to my body that you're like, if I look at it, I explode. So. Yeah, we went to the art park. It was as busy as it always is. There's mm-hmm. a wedding, wasn't there? Was there a wedding there? There was a wedding for yeah. me, yes. Was it was a gorgeous in that building day. for that wedding, or were they outside? No, they, uh, they do it in the, the field. Yeah, down in the ground hmm. part. But the art park now does feature a, what is it called? What, it has a word, Greg, bathe in the woods, forest bath. Oh, the forest, forest bath. bath. You can take a forest bath. <laughs> There's now a forest bath section of the of the art park. So but you cannot play Pokemon Go in the forest. You cannot bath. play. You cannot forest bath and play Pokemon Go. It is stated in the rules. If you're going to forest bath, no phones. Can't bring your phone. Got it. So we did not go down the forest bath. So, so <laughs> we no did Pikmin not go into the forest bath. Uh, n- yes, there no, could be good Pikmin uh, down there. But there are new sections. They built new sections in the mm-hmm. art park. We went to the secret meeting place. We went to the secret overlook. Mm-hmm. We found the secret owl. All sorts of things are yeah. happening in that no place. Spoilers. It's all different. This is off Nintendo Life. A new limited time Pokemon Sword and Shield distribution event has been announced. There will be a Champion Sableye this June. Uh, it will take place between uh, June 11th and 12th for a special distribution based on Sableye, uh, the one used in the Japan Championships 2021. Will be level 50 with the ability Prankster. Know the moves Fake Out, Quash, Foul Play, and Trick, and it will be holding the Eject button. Uh, not shiny. Will come in Cherish Ball, though. Uh, what, the article, what does Quash do? Quash, uh, Sableye will target a Pokemon to Quash it. It will go first because of Prankster, and then the Quash Pokemon will go last no matter what. Mm. Oh. I, I mean, I like Sableye. It's one of my favorites, so mm-hmm. I'm going to get it. Yeah, uh, the article doesn't say who the uh, trainer was. Obviously, the trainer who won the, the, <laughs> the 2021 Japanese Championships, but uh, I'll, I'll remind everyone on like Instagram and Twitter uh, when this comes out. So it's like two weeks away for the Sableye. Uh, it should just be like a mystery gift code. So um, that's exciting. Some other bit of news here is Master Journeys, the series part three, is now on Netflix. Uh, champion Kohi Fujita. That's what it says in this one article. Okay. Ash, Go, and Chloe are the best team of all time in the final episodes of the 24th Pokemon series. Uh, Ash and friends journey journeys as they research assistant are as they are research assistants for Cerise Laboratory. Uh, Thrilling Adventure continues. Part 3 is available on Netflix. Part 2, Ash steadily rose through the ranks of the World Coronation series. Go decided he wanted to join Project Mew. 
Chloe, Chloe developed her skills as a new Pokemon trainer. There is a recap event. Uh, these are the final 15 episodes of season 24. And then I would assume uh, we would get a new theme song. And then we will go into the... What do they call it in Japan? It was like the Master Championship Journeys. This is Pokemon Master Journeys, the series. Which, not to be confused with Pokemon Journeys, the series. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't. They're, but the, in Japan, they're they're doing the, the the tournament, or they're gearing up for the tournament. I think we're like, I think we're twenty two episodes behind. So there should be probably like twenty to forty more episodes before the Galar arc is ended. And there's still there's still articles, and there's still people that believe that this is Ash's final season. Those people are absolutely <laughs> insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ash is going to retire, and it's going to become. Well, there are some people that are like, "Oh, Go's going to take over," and it's like, "But Go is a nothing character without Ash." Yeah, I mean, like Go is just the opposite. Like Ash is very emotion based, and Go is just very logical based. Like that's just what their friendship is, and that's what it's always been. And like, yeah, Go is like slightly become a better trainer but he still doesn't care about that like ash is in the tournament go is not um that's because ash likes battling and like once they introduced project mew it was like oh this is where they're gonna end go like when this series is over go is going to be like i'm staying behind to participate in project mew because i want to find mew like they've they've set up the ending for go right like the the season's not good like even if we were like, okay, this is Ash. Ash beats Leon, which is probably, I don't know, fifty fifty. No. Either he does or he doesn't, right? Fifty fifty. <laughs> That's like the thing. Either he wins or there's two people. He either wins or loses, right? It's like, <laughs> so like, like I mean, chances are chances are strong that he loses. I think it's more of a sixty forty split than a fifty fifty. Mm-hmm. If Ash wins, cool. He can still do the show. He's already won Alola. It's fine. He's already a frontier brain and he turned it down. If he loses, cool. He can do another tournament like he's been doing for 26 years. Go either catches Mew and then his arc is over. That's what he wanted to do. Or he doesn't catch Mew and they do the standard anime thing of like, I'm staying behind to work on Project Mew because I haven't accomplished this. Which is like, yes, that's the logical <laughs> conclusion there. Well, I mean, Ash has to adventure through the Risotto region for yeah. Scarlet and Violet. Yep. So. Yep. <laughs> it's not like they haven't taken really good characters away from us. I don't know, like Brock and Misty people. That, that, and like, we're like, you know what? I know we know you guys love these two characters. Do you like May and Max? Do you like yes. Dawn and Clement? Do you like 100%. Iris and Never liked Iris. Clement's dad. Did I like yes. Clement's dad? Clement's dad, yes. for sure. <laughs> Iris, never. Tracy, oh, absolutely not. Iris, if they would have dropped the you're such a kid catchphrase, I would have liked it Iris was, a uh, lot. translated poorly. <laughs> if you heard but it in the original Japanese, been. it was fine. What was it in Japanese? Yankee Deska. I don't know. <laughs> You're such a Yankee. <laughs> Ohio gozaimasu. 
there's no way they drop hash. It's just, I can't believe articles are still being written. I guess they're easy clicks. Absolutely. Because people are like, I mean, if you want to believe that, guess what? Link is not the main character in the next Zelda game. What? Uh, yeah. They're done what, with Link. Wait, the whose story's Link? been told. Who's Link? Because the main character is Zelda. Clearly. You guys like GameStop? <laughs> Doesn't harm me. I in just any way. made a poor purchase from GameStop with my Christmas gift certificate. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess. Uh, you can get a Hasuian Typhlosion promo card at GameStop right now to celebrate the upcoming, well, it's already out, came out uh, two days ago. Uh, Astral Radiance is now out. Uh, if you spend $15 or more on TCG items at GameStop, you can receive an Hasuian Typhlosion promo card. That is while supplies last. Do they have to be Pokemon TCG yes. items? Or is it... Ah, because... They do have MTG stuff there. <laughs> yeah. If uh, if you go online and you add the Pokemon stuff to your cart, it should auto-add the Hisuian Typhlosion. Mm. So mm. that might save you a trip to GameStop. <laughs> uh, and who even knows if the GameStop employee knows where the cards are, cares where the cards are, understands this promotion is even happening, didn't already put the cards in the back of their car so they can flip them for their own profit. You know what GameStop employees do. I will say that of the GameStops I have now, the numerous GameStops I have visited in the Twin Cities, the one in Roseville is actually really good. Yeah, that's the so. one I usually go to. They're, 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 they're very good when they're open, which <laughs> I've had issues showing up. I'm like, oh, I thought you'd be open. But you can get a hot dog, too, if you go. They're right by Portillo's. You can. And there's a Cane's over there now. True. So here's my here's the thing. Just a side note. Okay. Did did the Rose Raid Japanese Road Raid full art set not come in the Astro Radiant set? This the supporter, the trainer card, the trainer no, card. The, there's a Rose Raid card that has a Gardini in the back. It's the trainer full art one. Um, did that not make it into the American Astro Radiance card? I have I've the... watched people open packs and nobody has seen it. So does Poke Beach do? Because Poke Beach used to like give you oh, maybe. the card images for the entire set as people opened the packs and scanned them and sent them in. And I, does Poke Beach not do that anymore? Uh, I haven't looked. I should look. Do cuz I I since I don't do that Pokemon TCG no more. I I, I had looking. the bo I had the book for Astral Radiance which <laughs> does show all the cards. I don't know where that Oh, uh, here it is. Here it is. All right. Does it come with the ETB? It got, it, yeah, the the player's guide. Ooh. Uh, so if we go to the trainer gallery. But would that show full arts as well as normal arts? Uh, the only thing it doesn't show. Oh, it does show secret rares. Never mind. Okay, I got a Gardevoir. So I got a Weird Ear. I am not seeing any Roserade. <laughs> so it probably did not make it into the set. It'll probably be next set. Sorry, Greg. You said it was. Too uh, powerful. Was it Roserade with a trainer? Yeah, it was with the Gardenia in the background. These are all full arts. No. It's in the Japanese set because people sent me a million copies of, hey, look at this. <laughs> it's got yeah, the Japanese like, copy. Oh, I'm yeah, Obama Snow and Price, uh, Flapple and Milo, uh, Claire and Kingdra. Here. Um, I'm putting it in chat so you can look at it. I know what it looks like. Yeah. it's No, no, no. It's not in the set. No trainer gallery. Have somebody in Japan send it to you, Greg. It's better if it's got the Japanese on it anyways. English is a trash language. 
English I'm sure it'll be next set. They're, they've been really uh, going hard I mean, on trainer gallery stuff. If anybody wa- in Japan wants to find it and send it to me, I will be very happy. What? You can just order it off eBay. <laughs> uh, it's not in this set. Apparently, the, the, the Secret Art Sneezler card, apparently, TCG player usually does odds for sets. And, and apparently, apparently, uh, it's a 1 in 2,000 chance to pull that card. Which makes it one of the rarest cards ever. But I don't even think it's worth that much. But it's a cool card because it's Sneasler, and I love Sneasler. Did you pull it? <laughs> Heck no. <laughs> <laughs> I've only opened one ETB. 2,000 packs. Uh, no, I've only opened one ETB and one booster box. Both were sent to me by the Pokemon Company. So uh, insert Papa Pikachu sponsored free gift. Uh, I did get my own ETB that I bought from the Pokemon Center, the Pokemon Center ETB, but I haven't opened it yet, so. I would like that Sneasler. I think he looks real cool. Other bit of TCG news here is there's a Cleaver V-Star Premium Collection that also launched two days ago. Uh, I feel like we talked about this. Uh, There's a Cleaver V, Cleaver V-Star, oversized Cleaver V-Star, six booster packs, one pin, one coin, one acrylic marker, and the PCG online stuff. That that is happening. Uh, if you want to spend money on that, um, and then finally, I feel like I just said finally. Finally, uh, the TCG Live limited beta is now available in Mexico, which I believe is news. I believe that is new. I be- I'm pretty sure it was only available in Canada. This is off Pokemon.com, May 24th. It says it is now available in both Mexico and Canada. And you 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 could get a VPN and download it and convert your account to it and then never be able to migrate backwards because you can only mi- migrate forward. Um, and I, 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 you know, I'm going to be honest. I haven't heard a lot of good things about PTCG Live. Oh, no. I mean, I haven't heard a lot of bad things about it either. <laughs> no. I haven't heard really anything about it, so... I feel like I trust uh, trust Canadian players to you know be honest about their thoughts and feelings of a TCG client. Oh, but Canadians are too polite. Correct. So their honesty is tempered by politeness. So it's, pro- it's probably ten times worse. It's probably way worse. I don't know when this is supposed to come out. I'm very hesitant. It feels like we're in a weird limbo <laughs> with TCG stuff because mm-hmm. like everybody knows this is coming, but it's coming at a very small. And slow well, pace. They're being very careful about the US release because they know that opposite of Canada Canada, which is the United States, if anything is wrong with it when it comes out into the United States, we we will rip them to pieces. Mm-hmm. We will tear them apart. We will destroy them as a company. We won't mm-hmm. be able to play we won't be able to play blame Dire Wolf Digital this time. Exactly. If there is one pixel out of place it's the end. We're done. File for no, I think I think the nightmare is the transfer stuff. Cause and and that. Because once once you transfer, oh boy. Not like the current not like Pokemon TCG online is is, is a wonderful app. <laughs> plenty of podcasts talking about how that app is not very solid, but um it seems well, like it's just 
to me, it's this like amazing characteristic of Americans, which I really suspect that you don't find in that many other places in the world where you can tell a you and I, you know, I've been a U.S. citizen the whole time, but you can tell a U.S. citizen 50 times. Once you hit this button, you can't go back. Once you hit this button, you can't go back. Once you do this, there's no, and yet still someone will do it because they don't read, they don't pay attention, and then complain. I'm never buying products from this company again. They ripped me off because my stuff all got transferred and I can't get it back. Uh, hey, Will, name- can we talk to you about WrestleMania? <laughs> look, <laughs> look, that's a different story. Is it? Is it, it button is. pushing WrestleMania? It is because <laughs> if it. they had said in the app itself to do it, it would have been done. But sending me an email in the day and age when nobody reads email anymore, that's a different story. <laughs> well, there's, there's going to be a point in... I also did preface this by saying I've been a U.S. citizen the whole time. I did not extract myself from the category. There, there will be a point where at least they said that PTCGO and will end completely and PTCGL will take over. So I don't know when that is. I don't know if they decide, if they're going to do like a beta release in the U.S. where if you opt in early to transfer over, you're you're now stuck there. But like you did it and you're going to have to do it anyways versus like we're officially releasing it now and your only option is to hit that button because we're no longer supporting PTCGO. So I don't I don't know when that day is. I'm assuming it's sometime this year. But but let's take a break. Uh when we come back we got some Pokémon Masters news. Uh not really Unite news, but uh, I have played Unite hey, recently. Hey, the, and the I have... sub description's there. The what is there? Oh, the subscription? The, the Unite subscription's there. Yeah, let's talk about that. Uh, we'll take a break, and we will be right back. This podcast is brought to you by Shaker and Spoon, a subscription cocktail service that helps you learn how to make handcrafted cocktails right at home. Every box comes with enough ingredients to make three different delicious cocktail recipes developed by world-class mixologists. I feel like I should go, world-class mixologists. All you need to do is buy one bottle of that one spirit, and you have all you need to make 12 drinks at home. At just $40 to $50 per month, plus the cost of the bottle, this is a super cost-effective way to enjoy craft cocktails. And you can skip or cancel boxes anytime. Invite some friends over, class up your nightcaps, or be the best house guest of all time with your Shaker and Spoon box. Get $20 off your first box by going over to shakerandspoon.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. The best time, the best time the best time possible to sign up for our Patreon. Our Patreon <laughs> helps support the show. It gets you ad-free episodes of the podcast. If you're if you're not a fan of products being shilled to you in the middle of an episode, you can get rid of that with our ad-free version over at Patreon. You can also get access to our Slack community, which our Slack says is the best part of the Patreon deal. You can join over 800 trainers in our Slack community talking about Pokemon, 
Pikmin, Animal Crossing, music, TV, the actual podcast episodes themselves saying how they disagree with me. There's tons of stuff that you can get just for $5 a month. That comes down to like a dollar an episode. If you would like to support the podcast, if you would like to get bonus episodes, more content to listen to, if you'd like to get ad-free episodes, if you would like to get postcards in the mail, if you would like your Discord name to be a slightly different color, there's tons of things over at patreon.com slash P-K-M-N-C-S-T or, or I-S-E dot cash. That also works too. Yeah, and you can head over and support the show and be a part of an amazingly nice, genuine, awesome community over on our Slack. And that's it. That's all I got. Patreon.com slash P-K-M-N-C-S-T. You can support the show. You can get some cool stuff. Check it out. Hope you enjoyed the rest of the episode. And we are back from our break. Uh, there is a late May, early June update to Pokemon Masters EX. Uh, let's uh, let's just talk about the character. People just care about the characters. Well, just, correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have uh, we have uh, Cygna Suit Ethan and Lugia. They are a flying type Strike Master Sync pair. We have Cygna Suit Lyra. And Celebi, they are a grass type tech master sync pair. And then we have Cygna Suit Chris and Suicune, which are a water support type master sync pair. Is that New Jersey Chris, Texas Chris, or Ohio Chris? <laughs> None. Um, that is Crystal Decay. Oh. So the the word on the street. Is that the Celebi is already overpowered mm. because they have a passive skill, their guaranteed chance of inflicting flinching, confusing, and trapped. Uh, so a hundred percent flinch. Well, it doesn't matter on the center one because they always have a lesson skill. Uh, to be able to flinch the sides one hundred percent of the time is like huge for that too much, game. Too much. Like nerf it. That is. I think at this point, I think the general consensus is if you're going to only pull for one, you want to try to pull the Celebi because that passive skill is so powerful. Um, that's not to say that the others aren't powerful, but like the Lukia is just a strike pair and they still haven't had come across anything that beats Leon as the best striker in the game. Uh, and the support pair for Suicune is very good. Because they have a passive skill that can raise the special defense of all the pairs when Rain Dance is up. But I just don't think they've come up with something better that better than Sycamore and uh Xerneas, because that Sycamore is just incredibly overpowered too. So I think the passive skill of always being able to flinch, that is like if you're only gonna like I'm really gonna focus on one, I would say focus on the Celebi. because uh, it, it it at least on paper. We'll see how it looks in-game, but on paper, it is the most OP of the three. All of them are OP, but that one's really OP. I'm very impressed that they are still putting out sync pairs of pe- people that sync pairs that people care about. Lyra and Celebi seem really great. Their sh- yeah. her outfit is really, really great. People like Celebi a lot. Like Chris's outfit is great. People really like Suicune. Ethan actually has a really decent outfit as well. People like Lugia. Yeah, they're recycling characters. Like this is the 
second for all of these. Maybe the third for Lyra. I think it's the third for Lyra. Lyra's got a bunch. But not as much as Erica. Somebody loves Erica in that company. <laughs> yeah. for darn sure. Erica has like eight sig pairs. I think Misty has quite a few too. Uh, but, th- but because of the different Pokemon choices and because of the outfits, they really, obviously the moves are different too and what they do. Um, I think Masters has just done a really good job at going from, I don't know what to spend my gems on to, oh, I'm going to spend all my gems. Yeah. I mean, they, they leaned heavily into it's a collection game now. Like I mean, you that's really what people, want these pairs. That's what people voted for. That's what for. people wanted. Yeah. And I think leaning into that and sort of getting rid of or making the other stuff really optional. Like the game can be difficult. You can do the hard stuff. If you really want to do the champion's path, super hard stuff and maximize your sync pairs and do all that stuff, the game will support you. But you do not need to do any of that to get enjoyment out of that game. Uh, I think they've finally put themselves in a very solid place. I think they do great stories with these characters. I think they make great outfits. They really capture the spirit of these people. Like They nailed what they did well and then leaned into it, and it's made the game a hundred times better. Yeah, it's uh, for those that don't know, Like really early on, I think like maybe a year after the game came out, they sent out this huge survey. And the thing that got the most votes, and I've, they talked about it in a pro- producer letter. Yeah. The, the thing that they said that was like, you guys wanted more holiday sync pairs. You wanted more sync pairs in general. You wanted more seasonal stuff. And that's that's what people that's wanted. What they did. And that's what they did. They And I, I agree mean, with Greg. The, the story stuff they do is really good. And it's kind of yeah. funny because you look at the story stuff they do for Pokemon Go. And, like, you spend a dollar on Community Day for, like, a story. Like, you do get the rewards, but, like, you get technically a story yeah. to follow. And it's just so sterile. It, it's just yeah. very, like... but And the story stuff... I, like, I still can't get over how good, like, the the silver storyline was when they... Oh, yeah. Like, it was really great. Even, even the storyline of Morty finding and dealing with Ho-Oh was a really good storyline. It was really good for Morty as a character. Like the the thing that they do that just floors me is they have somebody in there that like knows these characters and knows what to do with them. Like the fact that they keep the Lusamine and her kids stuff really tense a lot of the time and those kids are still struggling with dealing with their mom and their mom struggles with interacting with her kids but like in Paizo, they are working through that stuff. It's just, it's a joy to do their stories. It's a joy to sometimes go back and reread their stories when events come around again. I'm like, oh yeah, I'll read that story again. It was fun. It was cute. Or it was powerful. Like, they do that so well in Masters. And I really wish that happened in other aspects in other games. Even their worst story, and it wasn't even that bad, but the the Cyrus and Rotom oh, and yeah. Sophocles, <laughs> like that was probably their worst one, but it, it was, was like it was still like so ridiculous yeah. that you like you remembered it because it was like Right. Well it's also because at the end, like Cyrus is still like I'm gonna destroy the universe, and everyone's like, Yeah, but you don't want to hurt Sophocles. Let's go boosting fair battles. <laughs> and everybody's like, Okay. I mean, That's some uh, t- the, Puyo yeah. Puyo Tetris storytelling. Oh yeah, right but there. they also like, you know, there, there's this hint of villainy in there, like the 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 current Team Rocket, uh, tormenting Dynamax, that whole storyline. Like 
they are really good at making a story about bringing changes into the game. Uh, so it, they just do that part really well, and it, it, it makes the game fun to play for me. Um, and it actually makes it a game that I have now started recommending to people. I'm like, yeah, pick up EX, because it's a collection game, and the stories are cute, and the characterizations are cute. And you do, with any pair that you get, you can pretty much do most of the content. A time trial uh, event, Top Speed, is coming on June 5th. Uh, instead of certain sync pairs getting stat boosts when included on your team, you will be able to use whichever sync pairs you would like. Uh, there is no practice match for this. Um, you will be able to get gems, uh, five star guaranteed scout tickets. Rivals from each sync from <laughs> rivals from each region are assembling. That will be the story event rivalry on June fifteenth. And that's all they really say. Maybe we get Hugh finally. I don't know. Uh, uh, maybe. Free oh, we still have Mayor B, which I'm mad about, but free spirit someday, someday <laughs> yes, you'll yeah. get it. <laughs> uh, free spirited Pokemon battles, a solo event called "It's All Good" will begin on June 22nd. In this event, a certain group of free spirited trainers will pay a visit to some trainers who are worried about something. We look, we hope you look forward to it. From the end of June to early July, one male and one female sync pair will appear in seasonal outfits. Well, what season is this? Uh, summer. <laughs> we summer season. look forward to finding out which Pokemon these trainers are. Uh, in addition, seasonal events will open. We're planning to have uh, last year's seasonal events return. What was last? Was that uh, Steven and Lyra? Uh, it was last year. That was Marnie. A- oh, it was and- Marnie and um, Marnie and another. Cybold, wasn't it? I thought it was. Too- it was a cooking thing. Was was it not Marnie and Gloria? Oh no, it was Marnie and Gloria. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because they oh, put them in dresses. Win. Still no swimsuit Giovanni yet, unfortunately. I mean, we don't need swimsuit Giovanni because we have Wallace. Mm. Wallace is around there, about just s- living their best swimsuit life. Swimsuit Clay. Oh heck yeah! He has that palpitoed. Mm. He knows what's up. But he would have to have, but he would have to have a sink, a new sink pair. It couldn't be Palpitoed. So, what, what is there another? Gra- it would be a Quagsire, right? Yeah, Quagsire or Gastrodon or Gastrodon. There you go. Development of new major content. We'd like to follow up with more information about the new major content that focuses on connecting and interacting trainers, which we mentioned in previous message. We will continue to work on various elements of the features of this content. We are aiming to release it on the three-year anniversary of the game. This time. We're showing you concepts of art that depicts a place where you can interact with trainers. Looks cool. Yeah. We hope you look forward to discovering which trainers you'll be able to meet and which kind of connections and interactions you will be able to do. They still haven't figured out what they want to do with eggs, though. Eggs are still pretty much useless. Yeah, there's, You know, they're fun to open, but yeah, it's... I got a shiny Dratini and a shiny Pichu in in one opening yesterday, so I was like, "Oh yay!" But then I like I formed a sync pair with them, and I will never use them because yeah. they don't serve any purpose. They could have like a you know like a egg cup or something where you can only use egg sync pairs. Yeah, but you can't. But since your player can only, oh, you can only use one of you them. You can only use one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't. I forgot about that. Well, that's your Pokemon Masters update. Uh, DNA still sends me. Oh, also, I guess people didn't know how to say DNA. People call it Dina. It's it's yeah. People it's, call it Dina. I used to call it Dina, it's, and then I just stopped <laughs> calling it at all. It's, it's, it's DNA. 
Uh, uh, it could also be Dina because they put a knee in there. Mm-hmm. No, it is. They they said that it's DNA, <laughs> <laughs> but is it? It's D like DiGiorno. The oh, pizza. okay. It's not delivery. It's DNA. DNA. Yeah. Hey, I I I played Pokemon Ma- uh, Unite. I did play Pokemon Masters. I play that like every day. I tr- I was like, oh, Steve is playing Unite. I'll jump in and maybe we'll do. Oh. How do you have a psychic power to tell when Steve is playing Unite? Because it shows in my stupid list. Uh, when I'm on in your Unite. Switch on the, su- yeah. on, the, on the Switch. Yeah. Oh, uh. you know I have the all that turned off, so I never see who's online or whatever. Uh, but then I realized that you're. So far below me mm. that I could, yeah, you were, well, I couldn't, you, I couldn't connect with you to even try to help your terrible gameplay. My gameplay is actually really good. What are you talking about? Oh, uh, where are you in the ranking? Uh so the first thing is Unite acknowledged that I haven't played. They said you haven't logged in in seventy days, and they said if you play a match right now, we will give you four thousand coins, which is a a lot of coins. That's a lot. Yeah, they yeah they did that to me too. You just um, have to play, not win. No, you didn't have to play. Yeah, they, and they gave me a bot match, and I actually lost the bot match. <laughs> they, I feel like they made the bots better. Not, like, much oh, the better. Bots are, the bots are much better. Well, okay, asterisks. Depending on where you are in the rankings, the bots are better. Yeah, it, it, it did feel like... Um, it felt like... Oh, here, let me, let, me, let me change this. It felt like the opponent's bots were, were in sync. Oh, yeah, yeah. It felt like and, my team and, didn't and know what the heck they were doing. Was... Hot garbage. And there's still no way. It's kind of weird. There's like still no way. So they have the gather here, like command. You would think that the bots would react to the gather here, but they, yeah, they don't. But just they don't like care. just like real players, they don't. They don't well, care. Well, the problem is that they programmed the gather here command in English and the bots only speak Japanese. Oh, Correct. that makes sense. So yeah. they don't understand. Um, also, they're wondering why you're going to Dreadnought. Nobody goes to Dreadnought. <laughs> well, it's weird because the two bots on the bottom never went to Dreadnought, but the two bots on yeah. top always went to Rotom. Rotom. So, like, the weird thing is if you are playing solo match, like, at this point, if you're playing by yourself, just go to Rotom and just do Rotom because unless you're with somebody else, nobody's going to go down to Dreadnought. It's a super frustrating thing that's happening right now that. People think people do Rotom because it forces people to like give up objectives to stop Rotom, which is like just let Rotom happen because it's, only it's 20, 20 points, points yeah. to compare to getting like a level and a half down at the bottom. There are still frustrating things about uh, Masters, but you are in what Unite. rank again? And Unite. What, what, uh, what rank I think I, I think because how many seasons have happened? Because I, I got a season payout, and it was like, I, I think I got season payout, because I think I ended in Ultra, and then when you log back in, you're in Veteran, but then I didn't play any at Veteran, so then it put me in whatever, Expert, I Expert, think? yeah. Yeah. So I'm yeah, stuck in Expert. You're, you're too low for me to help. Yeah. Um, but I still got the rewards for not playing, which was, like, cool. Um, what I want to talk about is the uh, membership, because... Well, let's briefly talk about what's happening on the 30th. Oh... The new yeah. exciting gameplay that it is everybody's excited for. Mm. I'm excited. I can't tell for if that's it. sarcasm or not because I'm like legit. No, I am really. It. This is. I'm. I'm so interested to see how this is going to work. Like it looks super fun. Yeah, it's it's not on their website. I don't know where they announced this. At. I think they just announced it on uh, Twitter. It's not. They on, announced it on Twitter. It's not on uh, um 
Pokemon yeah. unite.pokemon.com. The last news article is is the um but pretty much it's it's a new game mode where if you uh defeat a Pokemon, you turn into that Pokemon. So you if you defeat can turn into that Pokemon. It is a is a it is the option to swap into that Pokemon for a limited time. You're like catching it. So right. if if you knock out the Ludicolo, you're now the you can be the Ludicolo, and you would have Ludicolo's moves. And then they showed like somebody was the Zapdos. Yeah. So they're also adding in Articuno. They're adding in a bunch of different ones that you can swap into. And it does seem to be like a limited amount of time. The joke is, of course, go to Dreadnought because if you get, if you capture Dreadnought, then you can turn into Dreadnought. So maybe you'll finally go down to Dreadnought. Um, but yeah, so 530 onward is going to be a, a game mode option. We don't know if it's going to be a temporary game mode option, like full Probably. I think I think those game modes do were... benefit from being temporary because it forces people to be like, oh, it's only here for a week or two. Yeah. And right. then like when it comes yeah. back, then people get excited again. Yeah, full-fledged battles lasted for a couple weeks. So I imagine this will be like that too. It looks I mean, I'm kind of excited for it just to see how how the how they implement those big creatures, how easy it is to switch. And like there's a new level of strategy added to it since it's a temporary change. Like when's the al- ideal time to to swap in and 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 be the more powerful Pokemon? I'm I'm really excited for it, and it's coming tomorrow. So yeah, and we always talk about how like what would get people to come back to unite, and they did their like Chris. They did the first. They did the Halloween thing with the pumpkins, and then the 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 Christmas one was like pretty similar to it, like a little different. Yeah. And then they did the all out, which I think people I didn't get a chance to play that, but I think people really liked the all out. All out was brilliant, but also hard. It was hard to do because you you it was such a different mindset of oh you always have your moves available always. Yeah. Uh and so that was sort of hard to and and certain just certain pokemon's fare better in that yeah, environment. Right. So it, it quickly became like only use like only use Sylveon, only use Ludic- Lucario only use these because their moves come up so fast it 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 just makes more sense to use them. But I I saw the general consensus of people being like, "Oh, this looks really cool." Yeah, it was very fun. And and this uh uh new Ketchum battles looks incredibly fun. I hope it's as fun as it looks. What's not fun is their membership. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a member. Oh, the subscription. Yes. The subscription. So, uh this is, uh, you can gain Aos Gems, Hollowware, and special bonuses with Pokemon Unite's new Unite Club membership, which is available for $10 a month. When you become a member, you will receive green tiered Hollowware and special items right away. You will also receive 40 Aos Gems per a day while a member, totaling 1,200 Aos Gems over the course of a month. As a Unite Club member, you will also receive green tier Hollowware every month and blue and green tier Hollowware trial Hollowware for Pokemon played using a trial Unite license. You will also have special you also have access to special features such as member only portrait frame and chat bubbles that can be decorated uh, to a set of your choosing. You will receive a 10% discount when using Aos Gems to obtain limited fashion items during the first week they are released to kick off the membership for the first time 
Trainers will receive a blue tier Hoopa themed trainer fashion item and two limited license. So the good, I guess, is twelve hundred Aos gems. Yeah. Is normally twenty dollars. Mm. So you're getting it for ten. Nowhere did I figure out, nowhere in the long terms and conditions that I literally read on stream does it say you need to log in to receive these forty gems. So I don't right. actually know. Is if I, you I, uh, miss a week, do you get seven times forty? Or, or I don't know anybody who has done it. So I I don't know. And the thing is, is the people that I've seen who have the special chat bubble are people that I see playing the game. Like, I recognize their name because I play almost daily now. Mm. Um, and I recognize their names a lot. So I don't know if there's anybody who bought it and then has gone a week. But again, I don't think it's worth it if you aren't logging in, in every day to try to get the most out of it anyways. Well, what first? What are the Aos gems? What can you buy with those? Because you so know, AOS, there's some things you can buy and some things you can't buy. Aos gems you can buy licenses with. You can buy Characters. certain hollowware with. You can buy uh, certain items of clothing, like clothing sets, like Aos gems. Uh, also, you can spend Aos gems to get item enhancers to increase your items. Um, the, but the mainly is to get. It's easily get unite licenses. Really. So you can get characters, skins, yeah. and you can power up the held items. Yep. I think the 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 one thing. So with with unite license though, you can either do Aos gems or coins. Right. And coins, it's usually anywhere between eight thousand to ten thousand coins. Yep. And I just said I gave I they gave me four thousand coins for not logging in for two months, which is half a character. Ultimately, I mean, I don't I, I personally don't think coins are that hard to get coins is no, the, the I mean, easier currency than gems. I'm sitting on 27,000 coins right now. I think, and I, I don't pay any money. The other thing that AOS gems buy you are the battle passes. And so if you like battle passes, if you like mm -hmm. the special hollowware that only comes in the battle pass, you could only buy battle passes with AOS gems. And that's so, 500. so it is worth it if you are going to be like if pokemon unite is your main yes. game you like like for me i always go back to this but like right i play monster hunter every day i want to play monster hunter every day it is the game that i love to play every day if unite is that for you then this subscription might be a good deal e yes because you you would need to use you can only use aos gems to buy the battle pass so assuming you're playing every day, you're getting pretty much, you're paying $10 for two months of Battle Pass. Like yep. I said, you can do coins or gems for characters, Yep. for skins, character skins, Pokemon skins, those are only gems. Sometimes they're specific like skip tickets that you get from loot boxes, but like the $40 Ninetales skin right, right. that we, we always talk about. That is only gems. Right. Um, the $40 Machamp skin, the $35 Cramorant skin, a lot of the outfits are only gems. Whereas, like, characters, unlocking new Pokemon can be done with coins. You can't buy the $40 Ninetales skin with coins. I think that it, it, it's almost like it's so close to being worth it for somebody who maybe logs in, like, twice a week or even once a week. Because if you are getting all the gems at the end, no matter what, that's 
then yeah, you could say it's worth it. I, I might as well just buy it tonight just to see if I don't log in, if I get the gems. Um, just to literally test. Because uh, I, I haven't found anywhere online that that is. The thing that, like, it's just zero appeal at all is, is like, renting characters. Yeah. And not only that, like, I can understand, like, oh, I'm not sure if I want to get Trevident. I can rent Trevident. Cool. Because, uh, yeah, like, I, I think I... I I have like 80,000 coins, so I could, I could buy quite a few characters. But for me, I, I just like playing Cramorant. And I know Cramorant's not the best character, but like because it happens to be my favorite Pokemon and because I have like the skins for him, I just really like playing Cramorant. And like I do like Blastoise. I do like Venusaur. So like I have a good three. Like there's never a situation where somebody in Unite is like, oh, Cramorant's taken. Oh, Blastoise's taken. Oh, Venus. Like I, I get one <laughs> of the three. It's fine. And I. I- and I do want to try Trevident. Um, yeah, uh, Trevident is great. I will and, say but that like, as a Trevident to, player. But <laughs> to rent a character and then to rent a skin as like a bonus, just like, it's, who's like yeah, who's paying $10 not, to be yeah, like, I not, might want to rent? It just seems silly. So how many, how many Pokemon are in the game now? 35. Yep. 35. So let's say they get to a point where there's 500 Pokemon in the game. Then are rentals worth it for you? Um, yeah, maybe, but like, it's hard because if you're going into rank, I'm assuming if you're playing every day, you're probably playing ranked, and you're probably never going to go into ranked with a character you've never played. What happens oh, with the meta you shifts? Oh, you'd be surprised. Yeah, uh, but also when the meta shifts, you're going to have to play a new yeah, character. I mean, there's not a lot. So right now, there's not a lot of variation between the various characters and how they play. So. At most, you're going to pick a Pokemon that you like and, and renting one to test it out. They don't, their moves aren't so different than what you've played before that I think renting yeah. it for a while is going to make or break whether you wanted to buy that character. Because they really, like all the attackers, all the ranged attackers really, really play the same right now. Um, they, That's why they, Hoopa was a big deal because Hoopa's like yeah, legit Hoopa's different. Very, very different. And Espeon's a little bit different, but not. I don't think enough that that you'd be like, I've never played this character type before. So I think it's I think given the state of how similar a lot of the characters are, rents rentals don't make a lot of sense. That could absolutely change in the future if they come up with more play styles or or different like a characters that play completely different than what exists currently, then I could see renting it to see but the thing is you can pick any character that you don't have and practice with it and go into the practice it's a one one versus one but you can still get the feel of how the moves go so renting in that in the current situation just doesn't make a whole lot of sense it, there's just not it's not a big enough draw for me to say people would pay a subscription to get rental license i think i think will makes a great point if there's like a hundred characters and you get to rent two a week or whatever. I don't even, whatever. Uh, I, I, I get it. Cause the, yeah. that's a lot of characters and you, mm -hmm. you will probably run out of coins or, or be very weary to spend your coins. The like renting outfits. Renting outfits makes no sense. Skins get wins. <laughs> Period. You know, for every $40 nine tails that has joined my game, I really thought they would carry hard, but they don't. Um, <laughs> The thing is, I would say, if you're already spending money 
on a regular basis in Unite, the subscription makes sense. If you aren't regularly spending money, if if you don't buy every battle pass, if you don't, if you look at battle passes and think, I don't, not, like the current one, nothing in there interests me, so I didn't buy it. So the subscription doesn't make a whole lot of sense for me because I just don't, even though I'm getting a discount, I don't spend money in that game right now. Well, and yeah, even paying... I, I looked at the store. I was like, I haven't been in the store for 70 days, right? Like the game told me I right. haven't been here for 70 days. I looked at the store and I was like, okay, so I get 10% off new stuff. There's there's like three things that are yeah. new. Like, yeah. And you only get the 10% off for like the first, what they say, seven days, first, 10 days? First seven days. Seven or, it's like, yeah, I think it's a week. I I I don't care about Espeon right now to buy that Espeon outfit. I don't care about I I, can, I don't even remember the other two outfits. That's like because like I was like I don't play these characters. Why? Right. Like it. I I, I understand like a ten percent off discount because you are a member, but you're ten percenting off, like not enough things that are so specific to like Pokemon. Like I don't have Absol unlocked. Cool, Absol had a new outfit. I if if I want that outfit, but well, now you can so rent it, Absol and get the outfit. <laughs> here's, here's the thing: there there was um, a Blissey outfit, right? This was I think around mm-hmm. maybe Valentine's Day, and the Blissey outfit was on like sale. I, I I maybe I'm misremembering the Pokemon. The point still stands. The Blissey outfit was like three day sale for like fifty gems, and I was like, wow, I really like this outfit. I don't have Blissey, but whatever. It's fifty gems. It's three days. I'm just gonna buy it. It doesn't let you buy it without buying the character. So even if I was like, oh, I get 10% off this brand new Espeon skin. I, Espeon's a bad example because you can technically get Espeon for free. But let, you can get Espeon for free. But, but yeah. let, let's say you let's say they weren't off. Let's say Espeon's the new character not offering it for free. Oh, cool. The Espeon outfit is 50% off this week. Plus, I get my 10% off. I'll just buy it. I'll get Espeon later. It It doesn't let you have to spend either gems or 10,000 coins. Again, Espeon's a bad example because you can't buy Espeon with coins right now, but you will. To get it, like, I, if I want, I, I had to buy Blissey at that point because I was like, well, I guess I, I, I want the little skin that's on sale. It's, it's, I feel like if any po- game should have a subscription right now, it should be Pokemon Go because it's been out for five years. They have like don't say plenty that. Don't of put things. those ideas in their head. Like this subscription would probably make more sense if there was more characters, if there was more skins, if they like. It was shocking to me to come back to the game after seventy days and be like, "Oh, there is nothing new in the store." Well, it may be that so, if people take up the subscription, that they to, then start to accelerate adding characters and skins. I mean, to also. To also go against that, you missed battle passes, right? Like, one of the big thing for your gems are the battle passes. So you didn't do the frontier battle pass. You didn't do the theater battle pass. Those had unique skins. Uh, they had unique outfits. So there's nothing in the store, but also you didn't do battle passes. Like, you missed... And if you don't play for another 70 days, you'll miss the existing battle pass should they have something that you like. So this tempers off in the store, like the other bon- uh, the other bonuses other than the discount of the gems are like, okay, they're nice to have, but they're not the reason that you'd w- ever want to go for that subscription because they're mostly useless. Um, what you're really there is you're going to pay 
to get cheap gems to purchase what you want in yeah. the game. And if you aren't regularly purchasing every battle pass, then I do not think at this time there's enough in the subscription to make the subscription worse. You know what would get me to like pull the trigger on it without thinking is like a 20% like XP boost on the battle pass. If it was like, here's your 1200 gems, here's your $10 a month, here's your 10% off discount of new things. But also instead of this, like renting costumes or renting even Pokemon, I would like to just, I would be incentivized to buy the battle pass if I could level it up quicker because I don't get to play every day. So if it was like, normally I it mean, takes okay. three weeks to do a battle pass. Two. If you're telling me I could do it in two weeks, that, that to me is appealing. To be fair, if you rent a Pokemon that you've never played before, you do get a boost to your XP to your battle points by using that character that you've never used for you a while. You do? Yeah. Because the ones that you've purchased and haven't played have that little up-up arrow saying, if you play these characters, you get a bonus to your BP, to your battle points. So there is a, there is a reason to try other ones mm. if you're looking to build up your battle points. The problem is, is that battle points don't do a lot either. <laughs> like, it, that system is there to maybe get some rewards, but the rewards that they give aren't really that game-changing. But, I mean, you can rent a license, get the bonus to your BP for a little, for, I forget how, it's not a ton of matches. I think once you've completed five matches with that character, that goes away. It's a it's a limited time, but that that is sort of in the game. Yeah, man, I know you can spend like the extra like five hundred gems to get like the free fifteen levels or whatever. But like, yeah, but if you're playing every day, like I'm, I'm all the way through the current battle pass. It's still got thirty days left on it. No, and the I'm new at... battle pass and the the current battle pass ends in like seven days. Because when I logged in, there was like eleven days left, and I was like. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm I haven't started the... this battle pass. There's 11 days left. Why would I buy? There's no way I can finish it. Mm. I'm thinking of the getting the SBN one that's still got like. Yeah, the SBN one still has like 11 days. Yeah. But yeah, like I'm or I was already through that by playing every day. And so if I decided like I really wanted the Blastoise outfit, like I could just buy it and have the entire thing completed. But, um, it's not hard to complete the battle passes if you're playing every day. Yeah, um, but if, it, it if, if I'm only trying twice a week and right. I'm hesitant to buy the battle pass, but I'm, I want to buy the battle pass, and then it's like, well, this doesn't seem worth it to me, but like I like the gems because the gems is a big deal. It's like nothing else in here seems yeah. great for somebody yeah. who isn't logging in every day. Right. And that th th it isn't. <laughs> like even, even me, I log in every day and I'm not doing the subscription. Like there is, I, I there is nothing that I feel like I would spend gems on. That that would be worth getting this discount because I may like the next battle pass. Then I'll just pay the uh, one time access to get that, and be done. Yeah, because I don't know that I want the next battle pass. I don't know that like there's nothing in the completionist in me that says I have to have every battle pass and have access to every outfit. That is just not how I play this game. 
I think Unite is cool. I really do like Unite. I do have a fun time playing it. It is it is it is it is <laughs> like most competitive things. As somebody who's done a lot of competitive TCG, a lot of competitive VGC, it is it is an amazing. It's amazingly fun when you're winning. It is amazingly frustrating, amazingly when, you're frustrating when you're bad. Spoiler alert or alert alert. Uh, they've added uh, voice chat to the game that uh, is on. You can hear. So if you don't turn that off, you may hear somebody call you the worst player they've ever seen because <laughs> they nice. don't know you. Uh, and you forgot to turn off the. Oh, I turned that off day one because I had thing. that option day one. It just didn't work. Yeah, yeah. I f- sometimes forget to turn it off uh, and have heard things that I'm like, "Excuse me, you didn't rotate the red dot," but I didn't have the microphone on, so I couldn't yell back at them. Um. Yeah. I. I uh, Unite's cool. It's 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 definitely a MOBA. That's for sure. <laughs> I will I will say this: for as frustrating as I find it, I find a pretty dedicated group of people who play it on a fairly regular basis, which makes it way more fun. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, you know, we have our own little Discord, and we say who's who's up for playing some matches because, uh, even pairing with another person that you sort of have an understanding of how they play and how you play and you both have an understanding of, of your objectives in the games makes that game way more fun and you can I mean I I play I I'm not kidding I do play it almost every day so like having people play with you on a regular basis is a much better experience question of the week so if you want to hear the question of the week, oh, ho, here it comes our way. Oh, you know what we didn't talk about? Sorry, Chris posted in our uh, in our attic channel that the uh, Pokemon tournament, speaking of dead. Oh, uh, I was, yeah. I was going to say, you know, I, I, I did match with a lot of similar players when I played Unite, and I kind of wish there was more players playing Unite. Um, but th- there is no one playing Pokemon tournament DX anymore. <laughs> no. Nope. So this will be the last year. Pokemon Tournament DX will be featured in the Play Pokemon program. Um, I think somebody tweeted that the UK regionals or whatever only had like 14 people register. Yeah, not free to register, but like there was no like limitation. You could sign up if you wanted to. Uh, this is from Brandon. What is uh, what are the podcast slash ISE goals for when Scarlet and Violet come out later this year? I don't set the goals for this program. I can't answer that question. Ah, uh, to, to I make mean, podcasts, we're gonna do a series. Yeah, I, 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 our series has always do well. The Sword and Shield series um, did incredibly well compared to like the Let's Go um, to like BDSP. BDSP was actually worse than Let's Go when it came to podcast series. Uh, Legends, we did something different, but I, I think people like the just bonus episode a week for Legends. But gosh, we didn't even know what that structure was going to be like. I don't know, a goal, but maybe because we haven't seen anything for Scarlet and Violet, it just seemed the lead up to Sword and Shield, as great as those games are, still are, um, there was just so much negativity to that lead up, and it was mentally taxing to talk about that and like also actually have faith that those games were going to turn out as 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 good as they did um so again we haven't seen anything from scarlet and violet besides starters but 
Uh, I hope it's not that same path again. Here's the thing. I think the negativity around Sword and Shield sprung up very suddenly and very loudly. Like, I think it was hard to... In in what had generally for me been a very, very positive or mostly neutral uh, fandom to have a very sudden, huge, huge, huge negative reaction to things that are just like, wow. Okay, I expect this from Star Wars fandom, not here. I think going into the new games, having lived through it and then sort of lived through a bunch of other things, I have a better perspective of what I will take, what I'm willing to walk away from, what I will listen to, and what I'm no longer willing to listen to. Um, and I think that that will make covering Scarlet and Violet way easier for me than it was the lead-up to Sword and Shield. Um, because I think during Sword and Shield, it was really hard to differentiate out the level of toxicity people were. Like, are you... Are you the type of person that's just toxic, hates everything, and is just here because you hate doing things? Or are you the person that really, really loves a thing and really is having a hard time reconciling where you're going to fit in this? And, like, finding those people and finding out, like, how, what the, sort of what the red flags are was a tough experience for Sword and Shield that I think I'm much more prepared going into games from now on. Um, so I, I'm less worried about covering Scarlet and Violet because of negativity, because I, I sort of already know who my bad actors are, and I have a much better idea of what the red flags are for me. Uh, this is from YouTube. If you would like to like, comment, subscribe. Uh, and hello, YouTube people. Uh, feel free to do that now. Thank you for making it this far in the episode, by the way. Uh, this is from Matthew. Question of the week. Uh, what Pokemon from previous generations do you think should be included in Scarlet and Violet? Uh, Rosalia. <laughs> it has been in every game. Every game. And yeah. if they break my heart with Scarlet and Violet, I don't know that I can continue with this series. <laughs> well, what, what Pokemon goes best with the theme of the Risotto uh, Who would be a good Natapas? Uh, you mm. know, the... I think somebody said this the other day, and it made me think, like, um, in, in the Alola Pokedex entry, it says that Young Goose comes from another region. It's not native to Alola. Um, Just like the Mongoose isn't native to Hawaii. <laughs> true. <laughs> so I, I, I think Young Goose would be good in, in Scarlet and Violet. I think uh, Spain has some Mongoose. I don't think they're Mongoose-free. Well, I mean, the question is, is it now that they've done regional forms, right? Like, is... Young Goose, uh, Alolan, actually a regional form, and the the real form, uh, uh, a different the real mm. the real mongoose is in yeah. this one. Like it gets hard because of regional forms and what they're going to decide belong here and well, change. Regional and what, forms or, is prioritized Gen One, <laughs> right? Um, I mean, what do I always think? Like, what do I want from Gen Eight to carry in? I want Yamper to carry in. I want I want somehow the Hisuian forms that we got to carry in because I like a lot of them a lot. Um I want Yamper would be good just because of the the ability right. literally. <laughs> I want Yamper in. I want um Snom in. I would like There's no snow in Spain. Look, there's no snow in Hawaii. 
There's snow in Hawaii. <laughs> Not that far down. Uh, I would like um for for no good reason other than I think it's fun. I want Stojourner in there. I don't know. I don't think there's a lot of henges around Spain, but it's close. I don't know. But I mean, I would like to see like pile of sand make it because there are beaches. Mm, that is true. I would like to see Oricorio, but maybe either just bylay form or it has new forms. Oh, yeah. New dances. Tango form. Region. Yeah, tango, flamenco. Oh, Bolero. flamenco form would be so good. I feel like there are Pokemon I would not want to see. <laughs> I don't want Cramorant to carry forward. Leave that in Galar. Yeah, there's no need for Cramorant. It had its moment, and that's the end. Here's a here's a question. Do you think that uh, all of the new Pokemon, when I say new Pokemon, I mean like Weirdeer, Basquelegion, Cleaver, do you think they're all guaranteed in this game? Heck no. 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 I don't. Those are ancient Pokemon from old times. Right, that right. Didn't but they, they 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 did show Zorark, so that confirms Zarua. Yeah, I I I don't. So if even we're if you can't about, get Basculin, they... if you move over a Basculin because Basculin's in there, then theoretically you could get Basculin. Same with Stanley. I mean, so Why are we talking about will they be available in Unova? the game? Is that game to because because the time correction. <laughs> Will they be, are we talking about catchable in the wild, available, or can be transferred in available? Because I think those are two different topics. I'm approaching it of things that I want to be added to the catchable Pokebox as you're playing the game. And I think Hisuian forms would be a post-game, you can transfer them in. Yeah, I think, I think transferable. Oh, okay. So it's like, it's like, do... Do I want Growlithe in the game and Arcanine in the game? And if I say no, I don't want those in the game, then there's no way Hisuian Growlithe and Hisuian mm. Arcanine can come in. But if I say yes, I do want Growlithe and I do want Arcanine, then there would be no reason that you couldn't transfer, you know, post game or whatever. You know but- what I don't want to carry over? Zubat, Magikarp. Give him a rest. Give him. I don't give think him a that's Gen possible. Off. I don't think that's possible. Yeah, I don't. Them- Gosh, Magikarp seems like a guaranteed. You know, I also thought Psyduck seemed a guarantee, and they, they did hold it till what, Crown Tundra? Or Isle of Armor. Yeah, Isle of Armor. But maybe maybe do a different fish that you catch. Every- Make it Goldeen. No, you can get rid of that, too. Yeah, Goldeen. <laughs> There's no need for Goldeen to come back. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Like, is 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 there a point where... Like every legend made it in the sword and shield, every ultra yeah. beast made it in the sword and shield. So I don't, I don't think there's, I don't think there's a world where there's not a third version or there's not DLC where every legend comes back because that's how they've pretty much ended every game at this point. <laughs> like ultra sun, ultra True. moon was that, uh, sword and shield was that, black two, white two was that, black two, white two. Um, even Auras, I think, had every legend as well, if I remember correctly, because of Hoopa. So I, I don't want to say like, oh, I don't want to see Landorus come back because of competitive, but every le- <laughs> like every legend just comes back. It's just a selling point. It's just an easy way to be like, here's your chance to get every legend again. 
Um, so yeah, I, and I, 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 I can't imagine that this game wouldn't have an amorous, right? Like they probably want you to show off an amorous and use an amorous. I can imagine that this game wouldn't have that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can imagine a lot of things. Yeah, I right down to it. Yeah, but I just yeah, I feel like a Pokemon like Enamorous is just like a shoe in at this point. You know, to be fair though, I didn't think they were going to do BDSP and be like Score Bunny, right? Can't have him, Grookey. Yeah, like that was shocking to me that they were like, nope, this is only the first four hundred. Literally nothing else. Because I just think of, I do think of, like, somebody whose their first game was Sword and Shield, and it was their favorite game, and they fell in love with it. It was their first time having Pokemon. Their favorite Pokemon was Cinderace, and then second Pokemon game ever is going to be BDSP. Oh, I can't. Cannot take it. Cannot take it. It's very... Well, they've, they're learning the hard lessons <laughs> early. <laughs> they're breaking having hearts to wait early. 25 years like we did. Yeah, I mean, I, I've talked about the lesson that I had when I was a kid of, like, moving all of my Pokemon from Pokemon Blue into Pokemon Silver. And then when I found out that I could not move those into Ruby and Sapphire, I was like, you know what? Pokemon's not cool. I get made fun of for not liking Pokemon. I cannot move my Pokemon over. Time to play some different games. So you're a quitter. That's what you're saying. I did quit, yeah. 12-year, 13-year-old, how old? 13 or 14, I think. I think Ruby and Sapphire came out when I was 14. So I think I threw in the towel around 13 because I would have been reading, like, Nintendo Power of, of you know, these games coming out and being like, oh, they look cool, but also uh, I'm not cool for liking Pokemon. Speaking of Pokemon, Pokemon of the Week. So last week's Pokemon, just to break it down and make it as simple as possible, it's a rock-type dog that can have three forms. I don't know what that is. It's Arcanine. Ooh. No, it's Lycanroc. Is there any other Pokemon that can have three forms? Uh, probably. Uh, Three-form McGee. <laughs> Say that again? Three-form McGee. It's three form coming McGee. out in, yeah, that's uh, in the Scarlet, region. Yeah. Yeah. Three form Pokemon? I, I mean, mean, technically Meowth has like 80, so. <laughs> or Corio has four. <laughs> Furfru has like 12. 12. Minior has six? Six. Meowth has like five or four. Meowth? Meowth? Galarian Meowth, Alolan Meowth, Gigantamax Meowth. Uh, mm, no Hisuian Meowth. That was the real bummer. Yeah, that was the real shocker. I think Meowth may may be the taker because I don't really count Gigantamax as a as a form. Oh yeah, it's I a feature. Yeah, I guess it's like special though. Long cat is long. Use a long caffeine. That's a good Gigantamax. It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I can tell who people who don't like Sword and Shield. Because, like, how do you not look at Gigantamax Meowth and not be like, this is incredible. This is perfect. <laughs> oh. No trivia? No nothing? I mean, Shuffle is great. The, all of the shinies are real good. Uh, Lycanroc and Mr. Mime. You ready for this trivia? 
Lycanroc and Mr. Mime are the only two Pokemon to have a known six possible abilities between their forms the most of any Pokemon. People are working hard for this <laughs> trivia. I guess. <laughs> All right. Real hard. If that's it, then I'm going to... Let's do this week's Pokemon. And this, this week's Pokemon is designed for the people who don't understand that Pokemon of the Week is supposed to be more poetry than logic problem. So <laughs> we're going to do a logic problem. Oh. Mr. Anderson goes to the store <sighs> you, to you, buy... You poke the bear, the and the thing. bear is going to poke back. Here we go. In the National Pokedex, this Pokemon sits between two odd-numbered Pokemon. In the Regional Pokedex, it sits between two even-numbered Pokemon. In the National Pokedex, it has type weakness to the Pokemon that comes before it and is followed by a mono-electric type, even though I believe it should be water-electric type. In the Regional Pokedex, the Pokemon that comes before this week's Pokemon shares a type with the Pokemon that comes after it in the National Pokedex. This week's Pokemon can potentially have stab-type effectiveness against the Pokemon that follows it in the Regional Pokedex. This week's Pokemon shares its non-hidden ability with one other Pokemon that originated in the same region. That Pokemon is an alternate evolution of a Pokemon that also has two differing evolutions from other regions. We have not heard of any subsequent Pokemon to this week's Pokemon having this ability. This week's Pokemon shares a key characteristic with another Pokemon that's final evolution may either have strong potential stab-type effectiveness against this week's Pokemon or have normal potential stab-type effectiveness effectiveness against this week's Pokemon. There you go. Very clear. Very obvious. <laughs> I feel like this is your hardest one. It's, it's real simple. There was one sentence in there that gave it away. Mm. Hey, thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Thanks for making it to the end. Uh, we will be back next week. Uh, this week is GoFest. Um, uh, the the worldwide go fest it'll be uh june 4th and june 5th if you're listening to this um i believe greg will and i will be playing together um we gotta ask greg about locations i think art park art park on saturday and i heard the zoo is a good place to play greg is this true saint uh saint, uh, saint paul oh como oh como is a brilliant place maybe to play. we yeah, do that yeah. sunday uh yeah we can do that because uh there's a lot of people that go there. So Silverwood Park, aka the Art Park, Saturday, and then Como, Como Commons, Como Zoo, Como Which, Conservatory. What, I, I'm assuming the zoo has more gyms. Yes. So that would be a better Sunday, anyways. Yeah. Assuming they Sunday have, I is mean, raid day. To be fair, I haven't been there since they updated all the gyms. Ooh, maybe we should so scout it out this week. I, I think, I think they do. Otherwise, like we can. The thing is, is that Como is huge. Um, so they should technically have a lot more gyms. I don't know how a recording will be working for that. I don't know if we, we, we just record early or we record at, like after GoFest on Saturday night or Sunday night. I'm not sure what the, the situation is. I would assume that that would be you know our thoughts about GoFest. I don't actually know if we're going to get any other Pokemon news this week because they're probably every... I'm assuming Pokemon Twitter, Pokemon Go Twitter, everything's going to be advertising for GoFest. And then I, I would wager to guess that we'll be we'll get Scarlet and Violet news um, after GoFest is complete, and probably some sometime in June we'll get like a, a trailer or something. Ideally, um, guaranteed they do a huge Scarlet and Violet release announcement yeah. on Saturday. I mean, Janine already has it on the calendar, yeah, so yeah, this is overlapping. 
There'll be a limited time Masters event on Saturday. Uh, Unite will have uh, a <laughs> thousand yeah. free gems if you like. Special in. special raid dens. Make sure to go to GameStop to get your free booster pack. I'm mean, like they'll just put everything on, like they always do. So I'm I'm super excited for GoFest for that. Uh, I'll be streaming GoFest. So if if you're playing at home, if you're playing in different time zones, if you just need something up, maybe you're not playing GoFest, but you need something to watch. Uh, I will be live streaming GoFest outside. Um, I'll be doing test streams this week to make sure that we're good to go for Saturday. So if if you're over on twitch.tv slash PKMNCST, like I said, we'll be live streaming GoFest and uh, a couple live streams this week with testing that normal streams as well. Instagram, uh, Twitter, YouTube, all that PKMNCST. I don't know if I can get this video out this week, but I I went from start to finish. On, I caught a shiny shaman in BDSP. I created the proper poffins. I fed it the poffins. I got the 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 scarfs. I did the contests. I battled Cynthia twenty times to get champion stickers to put onto the ball capsule to get the sparkling twilight star ponytail ribbon, whatever it's called. I did it all from start to finish. I want to make a whole video on how to do that. Because it is uh, it is a lot of work, and I think I figured out what the thing that I realized is people will be like, "Here's how you do the poffins," and it's like cool. And then people will be like, "There was really nothing I could find of like why you do certain things in contests," and I figured that out, and it makes it easy. And then the champion sticker part is it nowhere is anyone talking about that part. So hopefully we get that video out this week. If not, that'll probably go up on YouTube next week. It's a busy week with the uh, GoFest coming up. Anyways, Greg is at White Wing. Will is at Wash in the Sink. I am at Dragging a Lake. Uh, PKMNCST for, for pretty much every social. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are super effective. Super, don't subscribe to Unite. Subscribe to this program instead. True. It's a better use of your money. $10 a month. Yeah, and you get, I don't even... So, Something? You get something. I mean, no ads. Stuff. No you ads. Get some stuff. I don't know. I, hey, postcards are going out for patrons. All right, I I changed my mind. Go back. Go subscribe today. At least you're getting <laughs> you're gems. Getting cool stickers. This podcast is made possible by Patreon. If you would like to support the show, you can head over to patreon.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. A huge shout out to our podcast producers, starting with Steven, Sean, Matthew, Kay, Jessica, Brian, Stuart, Evan, Ryan, Nate, Bovine, Catherine, Casey, Josh, Gray, Carlos, Alvaro, and a huge shout out to our executive producers of Steph. Spencer, Courtney, Brian, and Brady. Thank you so much. If you would like to support the show, you can head over to isc.cash or patreon.com slash pk.
M-N-C-A-S-T. 